All right, guys. What's going on? What's shaking out there in uh, podcast land? Everybody doing all right? We uh, we survived the hurricane, guys. Well, at least uh, some of us did, I guess. Um, I don't know what the death toll is now, but yesterday when I saw it, it was uh, 18 people, I think. <clears throat> so haven't checked uh, anything on the hurricane today, but hopefully everybody else is okay, and that will be the only casualties uh, we have of this war with nature got the uh, hero four going again over here i've been up here for about 30 minutes guys trying to get my computer to freaking work <clears throat> this is not gonna be another rant episode I, I i promise you that but um i was about to throw this thing again damn chair every time i gotta get i gotta get one of those plastic mats you know those mats you see in the uh in the offices those clear plastic mats with a little uh, feet on the bottom of it that if you turn it over on the other side and you walked on it it would just kill you like torture Chinese torture type thing I need one of those mats underneath here so I can slide this chair back and forth and then what's going to happen is I'm going to complain that it moves too freely and it won't stay put so sometimes you just can't win <laughs> sometimes you just uh just got to go with what you got um so I came up and um let's see let's talk about it so I came up, I was all excited. I, um, I uh, actually got a lot of work done today, so I was pretty uh, feeling pretty accomplished. Got another workout in. First time in quite a while, to be honest. I mean, I work out all the time uh, as far as maybe doing some yard work or as far as the physicality of the, the jobs that I work. So I'm constantly moving, constantly lifting, constantly bending, stooping, walking on the feet all day, mile after mile, put on my legs. Um, so yeah, what was I even getting to? Oh, so I came up, I was all excited. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. I pulled everything over from that side of the table to here. Um, hopefully I'll get a video working. I don't know, guys. I just, I need a computer. Let's, let's start, let's stop what I was saying. Let's go, let's do a public service announcement. Is that what it would be called? Or a public request, maybe? If anybody out there has a computer or a laptop or something that, um, Man, that's better than what I got up here because I got one. I'm getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to, to wipe it clean. Is what I'm going to do after this podcast. I'm going to go ahead and get a uh, a clean install on this surface because for some reason I, I can't free up any memory and it. All my personal files are gone. I, I got an external hard drive. I got three of them, four of them actually, because uh, you know I was an IT guy for a while. I've got a lot of uh, hard drives and, and space to offload this material, and I swear I've offloaded everything every personal file off of this C drive on this uh, Surface Pro and I still can't free up enough space to run this podcast so I had to sit here for the last 30 minutes trying to free up space again so this thing didn't freeze up on me I don't know if anybody picked on on it last time but it's all honesty on this show there was uh, one little spot on that last podcast probably about a 10 second spot where there was total silence and um, it sounded like it kind of just happened on purpose but it wasn't the, um, the program that I used actually uh, cut off about 10 seconds of sound because the, it just couldn't read fast enough back to the memory. Um, so I don't know. So hopefully I've freed up enough space where this thing won't cut off on me like it has in the past too. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do a clean install of Windows 10 on the Surface and just uh, hopefully that's going to wipe out anything and everything. You know, if I got some kind of virus or something that's uh, hogging a bunch of space, um, hopefully that'll clear that up. 
I don't want to have any more problems with this guy. But that fucking desktop over there, he's a piece of shit. I'm going to have problems with him regardless. So if anybody has a spare one sitting around that's got a pretty decent uh, processor in it and some memory that they would like to donate that's just sitting there and they're not using anymore, you know, they've upgraded to a Mac or they've um, got a new laptop or whatever, donate it. Email me at craftconversationspod at gmail.com or send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, um, any of the platforms that this podcast is, is broadcast on. So I was excited, right? And I came up, I, I even I had an incense uh, lit, in my, one of my energized incenses. Is it incenses? Incense. I don't know. I had one of those guys lit it up. I said, all right, I'm going to get energized, man. I'm going to get some smoke in here, some some vibe. Um, I opened up a nice uh, freehouse uh, Folly's Pride Blonde before I uh, got started. I was sipping on that because I was hot um, out doing a bunch of yard work and I did a, a, a garage workout in the garage. It's about 90 degrees outside. So um, I was still kind of burning up, still sweating a little bit. I said, screw it, I'm going to go ahead and open up this Freehouse Blonde. Go ahead and start sipping on it. And as you can see in the uh, nice Freehouse glass here, actually, one of my favorite glasses, um, I've already gone through at least half of it because I sat here 30 minutes trying to clean up this disc space so I could do this podcast. But So that's what's going on right here. This is the Freehouse uh, Blonde. Not a description, man. It's just a classic blonde uh, ale. It's 4.7% ABV. Nice, easy drinking. Um, no IBUs listed, but very low on the bitterness scale. Uh, it's got an average rating of 3.42. I don't know why it's that low. Um, I think it would probably be a, a 3.42. Seven five maybe, for I mean for a blonde it's a good beer but I think people just don't like blondes so they drink it and they're like ah this isn't for me they give it a poor rating and it's not the beer it's it's their taste buds they didn't like it because of uh, they don't like a blonde ale they think it's kind of weak I guess I think that's the reason people give it such a low score but it's a fantastic beer from these guys so I don't know what their problem is <clears throat> yeah I gave it a three seven five when I checked it in not that I'm the all end-all, be-all um, beer raider, but there you go. That's what's going on. So that's what we're drinking. Um, I'm going to try and finish this up pretty quickly because I've had this bottle sitting here for 30 minutes as well that I was moving on to next, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But anyway, I got uh, got some stuff done today. Um, I got to the bank. I got to the coffee shop. I did some research for the show. I listened to some podcasts myself. Um, which I'm always doing research, you know, listening to different podcasts and just seeing everybody's uh, style and what equipment they're using and what layout they got going on. And there's definitely some things I'd like to change up here or whenever I move uh, a second studio over to Homegrown Brewhouse. So, <clears throat> but, um, man, I don't even know. Again, I've got notes. I don't know why I'm not looking at the notes, but um, I kind of got thrown for a loop here when the computer wasn't cooperating with me, so... Just figured I'd start talking about that to begin with. Um, what else? So the incense is already gone. I mean, it's that's how long I've been sitting here waiting is um, long enough for the whole incense to go out. So it's gone. I was hoping I'd have some cool kind of smoke billowing through the video, which might not matter anyway because that computer over there is not going to render the video for me. Oh man, first world problems, right? I mean, I don't know. I guess people are digging listening anyway. Um, but a lot of people are voyeurs. They like to watch. So we got to appease everybody. 
turn this volume down on this computer because I know the email is going to pop or something and it's going to make some dings. I don't want that going on. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of the last podcast, I had mentioned um, a new beer down at uh, Holy City Brewing Company. It's called Michel, M-E space, S-H-E-L-L. Uh, it's a farmhouse saison, a dark hoppy saison uh, from those guys. It was pretty interesting. It's still on the menu down there if you want to go check it out. And, oh, I was saying that the, the song is definitely a reference to either the Beatles version of that song, Michelle, Michelle, or the sample version that uh, was put out into a rap song. And I couldn't quite remember, but guess what I did remember? Because I said, I think it's uh, Slick Rick. And I got numerous responses back, responses back. So I appreciate the, uh, everybody playing along and, and getting with me and telling me that the song was indeed uh, Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh Crew featuring Slick Rick. And the song was called The Show. And I can't remember what year that was, but I would guesstimate 85, 86 time frame. But it could, have been, it could have even been a little earlier than that. So yeah, The Show by Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh Crew featuring Slick Rick. Get out there on your iTunes or your uh, Spotify or whatever, type it in, take a listen. If you haven't ever heard it, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have not. Uh, get out there and take a listen to it, and you'll see what I was talking about. So, again, I appreciate all the responses. That was fantastic. I mean, immediately I got I had people telling me what the song was, so that's awesome. Um, where should we go? I, you know, I'm going to get into the hurricane and all the happenings and stuff, but um, i trying to go through my notes and see there's something else we could talk about before we start getting into that big topic but um, speaking of responses and people um, you know corresponding back and forth with me on all these different uh, these different means I'm surprised that nobody nobody has hit me up and asked me for the address of the uh, massage parlor that uh, that I went to so I thought that was kind of interesting I was just contemplating that last night I'm like well, you know what all these people ask questions and they and they recommend uh, topics and they answer uh, some questions that I've posted that I've posed on the show and not one person has asked uh, for that address so I found that kind of interesting let's just put it that way um, what else I drank a fly the other day guys yeah I was at um, I don't think I mentioned it but the day that I talked about on the last podcast when I went out the, what day was that? Was it the Monday before the hurricane stuff? What day was it? It doesn't matter what the day was, but whatever the day that I went to, um, I went to Holy City and then I went to Common House and then I skirted the, uh, the traffic on the interstate. So that must have been Tuesday because I think they reversed the lanes on that Tuesday. So when I went to Common House L Works, I was sitting outside in the rocking chair and just taking all the people in that were out there on the uh, picnic tables. Uh, the kids running around. There's some dogs out there having a good time. Everybody's just uh, entertained. The music's flowing. They had a, a pop-up over there. I had a beer that I was drinking, I think, um, an Imperial IPA, I believe, light pollution, I think, maybe is what I was drinking from Common House over there, which is fantastic, by the way. They do great stuff. But I had my, my glass down on the side of the rocking chair, and, you know, I just would reach down and pick it up every now and then, take a sip, 
and I took this sip and there's a little more that went down my throat than just beer so that was kind of exciting you know I, I don't think I've ever I can't remember drinking a fly I've, I've definitely eaten bugs before that have uh, you know, flown into my mouth while I've been on a bike ride or even while I've been running I've been breathing you know mouth breathing and sucked in some gnats or whatever you know a scoop a swarm of gnats that were in my path so I've definitely sucked down some bugs but I've never had it uh, marinated in beer and a good friend of mine told me that you know it's kind of like having an olive in the beer or a piece of fruit or something you know don't think of it as a fly think of it as a you know, it's just a mar- marinated accoutrement to that <laughs> beverage that you're having. So I guess that helped a little bit. I don't know. I was a little uneasy when I started talking about it. Um, I started talking about it last night, as a matter of fact. I think it was last night. And it was interesting. You know, I don't know. Just a fly. And like I said, it was um, soaked in beers and alcohol. So that probably helped a little bit as far as... Um, sanitation i don't know you know i, I talked one time about uh, this lady's distaste for flies but flies are people too guys let's relax it's a fly although I, I did feel a little uneasy again yesterday even thinking about it it made the beer i was currently drinking last night um not taste as pleasant because i was kind of you know your memory's strong man your memories that's where your memories are that's where your stuff is up there it's all up in there in your head and i just relived that whole thing when i was telling the story about it and it made the current beer taste like I've just drank a fly. So that's that. Um, my dad got a generator Sunday. So <laughs> as I had told you, he ordered it, and UPS said, "Hey, I don't think we're going to be able to get you the generator in time because of the hurricane." And he was like, "Well, I need it because there's a freaking hurricane. So can I get my generator?" You know, nothing you can do about it. And he finally got it on Sunday and didn't need it whatsoever to begin with. But now he's got a generator. So there's a few more storms churning around out there in the Atlantic. And hopefully we don't need it or he doesn't need it. Or it might be weak because I might go over there and, and take advantage of a generator if the power goes out. So hopefully it's just going to sit there in the garage and accumulate dust. So, but we got a generator now, so... Oh, what else? What else? I don't know. I didn't have a whole lot to say, really. I just wanted to, to do a show so I could have, have one released on Tuesday. Of course, talk a little bit about the, uh, the hurricane and the happenings. Um, I've been off of work for a couple of days, I guess. Uh, well, let's just get to it. Okay, so I talked about a, um, a party that we were going to have. Because of the hurricane, you know, everybody was evacuating. A lot of people were going to be shutting down, and, and Caleb and I at Homegrown there just said, let's stay open. I didn't even do any ads, guys. What am I thinking? I'll do some later on, whatever. Um, Caleb and I said, ah, you sticking around? I said, yeah, you sticking around? He's like, okay, well, let's just both stick around. We'll stay open. We'll have a good time. So he created an event um, for Thursday night. Uh, he worked Wednesday, which was he said was hilariously busy as well. Hilariously busy? I guess that works. But um, I went in on Thursday, and he, he was there as well. Like I said, I was hoping he was going to be there, but I wasn't going to scream if he didn't. But there's no way um, I could have done Thursday night by myself. So 
it was a uh, go home flow. You're drunk. And that was the event, and um, Caleb put together F L O R E N C E. What's that? Eight beers? That eight letters? So he spelled up the the name Florence, and then he picked a beer that the first letter of that beer corresponded with the letter of the spelling of the word Florence. So it's kind of clever. I liked it. He put together this list. You come in from 5 to 9 o'clock, and if you order one of these beers um, off of this list, then you get a um, Charleston Beer Week pint glass with a ticket in it. And with that ticket, we did or we tried to stay on a schedule of doing a raffle about every 15 minutes or so. It didn't quite work out because it was busy as fuck. Um, very successful. I mean, it was steady. Caleb didn't even get there. I, I opened up at uh, 3 o'clock, and as soon as I unlocked the door, there was nine people already waiting outside to come in, which is very unusual on any day of the week. You know, usually we open up at 3. We may see one customer come in, two for the first hour or something like that, but to have nine people waiting outside the door, I was like, okay, this is going to get real. This is going to get insane. So... Um, close to five o'clock starts rolling around about a quarter till whatever people are just flowing in saying, Hey, are we, are we in time? Can we go ahead and order one of these beers yet? Do we get a glass yet? And I said, no, it doesn't start till five, but have a seat. I'll get your order. We'll get you something else, um, until the event starts. And <clears throat> about five minutes before five, it's already crazy. I, I can't even tell you how many people were in there. If I try and think about it, I want to say there was maybe 20 people in there already by five o'clock. Uh, my, my older brother being one of them, Bruce. And I texted Caleb and said, hurry up and get here now. Because I couldn't keep up with the amount of people that were coming in ordering beer and food at the moment. And speaking of that, by the time 5 o'clock rolled around, I think I'd already kicked uh, five or six kegs. So we'd already blew through five or six beers. And then um, we were already out of pretzels. And we had run out of buns for the pretzel dog and for the brats. Then we ran out of brats. Um, kind of getting ahead of myself, I guess. But so Bruce is there. Um, he asked me if, if he needs if I need him to come help me pour beer or take orders or, or uh, wash glasses, do anything like that. I said, Nah. I said, Caleb's going to be here, man. I got it right now. It's just going to be, people are just going to have to wait. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can only do what you can do. I'm only one person. And, and there's only two of us. There's two employees. You know, we have a couple guys that are on call that uh, will come in if we absolutely need them and if they want to make some dough. But um, pretty much it's just Caleb and I running that place. So Caleb finally shows up, and we just, we turned it on, man. Holy fuck balls i mean there was so many people in that place caleb said it's the second busiest day he's ever had since he opened and the busiest day was the Oktoberfest from last year which we're getting ready to do uh coming up so it's going to be man the rest of this month and uh, the first week or so of october for all this Oktoberfest stuff is it's going to be crazy time uh, we're going to be getting a lot of people i don't know what Caleb got as far as beer, but we, I think we went through eight beers. Did we go through eight beers that night? I think we went through eight beers on draft and maybe a couple cans that we ran out of as well. So very successful. Everybody was loving it. We're having a great time. We had Fleming Moore up there with the 
uh, tanner um, on guitar um, I can't remember everybody's names but I think that night just Paul Pietrofesso from the Paul Stone Project showed up and he brought his guitar got up there and jammed um, everybody who's who of Somerville was in there we had music playing from 6 o'clock until I think they went till after 10 o'clock I don't remember but holy moly I've I've I talked about the, the beer versus wine event that we did, and I said, you know, that I've worked some hard jobs in my life, some hard places, but that was one of the the hardest days I've worked uh, business-wise, um, besides like maybe a mass casualty of, you know, 30 people in Iraq or something in Balad when I was there. That was pretty hectic and, and crazy, so yeah, that would probably take the cake, I guess. But So the beer versus wine dinner was out of control, and then this thing comes up, this thing was even worse than the beer versus wine dinner, I think. More fun as we worked, I think, because it, it just it wasn't tedious, you know, bringing plates out and cups out and stuff. It was actually interacting with people and we were having a good time. We were celebrating life, um, hoping everybody was going to be okay for the hurricane, um, but trying to provide a service for everybody that stayed in town. So it was fantastic and horrifying all at the same time, if that makes sense. But, and I even made a post about it on Facebook that, uh, you know, I was just so grateful for all the people that, uh, you know, were thanking us for being open during the hurricane and providing a service and providing food and beer and, and an outlet uh, for people. So that made me feel good that we were doing, you know, something for the local community and, and providing a service for them. So, um, and I don't remember what time it cleared out. I guess 10 o'clock or so it started clearing out and then... Um, some of the regulars just kind of stuck around and I think we shut down that place heck I don't even know I don't even know we closed at 11 I think we might have shut it down at um, 1130 maybe I don't I can't remember and then came in Friday or actually Wednesday, Wednesday I think um, I think Fleming Moore came in and played and then Thursday he, he came in because the uh, the singer-songwriter that was supposed to play had to cancel. He evacuated or what have you. So he came in and saved the day on Thursday. And then I worked again on Friday by myself. We thought it was going to be maybe just like Thursday was, but it was it was a third of what Thursday was, people-wise, which was fine with me because I needed a break, man. Thursday killed me. It didn't kill me. But it was busy. I was I was worn out. And uh, Fleming came in and played again on Friday. He brought a bunch of his friends with him. Uh, Tanner was there again. He brought some other people that uh, sang with him. He brought somebody to play uh, harmonica with them. Um, a lot of good collaboration. Real fun time again. And uh, Caleb and I looked at each other on Saturday. We didn't look at each other. We text, were texting back and forth uh, you know, what we we're going to do on Saturday. And I was like, man... I think everybody's going to be closed because the rain's coming in. It's just going to be a wet, nasty day, and the wind's going to pick up a little bit. I think we should just, you know, people should just stay off the streets maybe. I don't think too many places are going to be open. And, of course, a lot of people reopened uh, that afternoon, but we we just went ahead and stayed closed. I think um, he had done enough uh, sales the past couple of days to warrant uh, just kind of taking a break, taking a day. And we were out of a shit ton of beer and all kind of food items anyway, so... It would have been very limited 
which everybody was. You know, I, I went, um, I tried to find some restaurants to go to that Saturday late um, because I didn't work. So I was trying to find some entertainment for myself and either nobody was open or they had a, they had no food menu whatsoever. They were only serving drinks at the bar or they had just a super limited beer uh, food menu. So everybody was out there struggling, but I, you know, nobody was hurting. I think everybody was having a good time making all those sales and kind of getting rid of some inventory and they'll uh, regroup and restock once, uh, you know, all the, the traffic lanes open back up this week, you know, today, probably everybody got a, a big restock from all the distributors. So I don't know what Caleb got today. I went to the Ice House a couple times, which I don't really frequent that place too much. It's just not really my scene, but uh, it's one of the only games in town. So Friday and Saturday ended up upstairs at the Ice House, and I uh, had a good time. You know, hung out with some uh, some friends from around town, and we had a good time. So will I be going back often? No, I will not. Um, but it was good for what it was, and it served the purpose for... Um, the people that were out trying to find something to do with limited stuff to do. Um, Applebee's, one of the places I visited, they had a, all they had was burgers, just all their burgers that are on their, you know, on the inside of the menu, they just had a piece of paper. That's all they were serving was the burgers, which I may try and go there after I do this, because I still think some, some people are still on limited menus and limited hours until tomorrow. It looks like for the most part, everybody's kind of coming back tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> where else did I go? Went to Charleston Sports Pub uh, last night. Same thing. I figured I'd check them out and see what they were doing. Dog and Duck was closing at like 5 o'clock both days, yesterday and the day before. And they were only serving beer, so that option was out. Kicking Chicken was shut down. Uh, Carolina Ale House was open, but it, it was all the way on the other side by Sangaree. I didn't feel like driving over there. So I went to Charleston Sports Pub. They also had a, a hurricane menu with just limited stuff. So I got a, uh, got a quesadilla over there, a, a brisket quesadilla. It's pretty decent. Um, I asked for more sour cream to go with it and they had run out of sour cream. So everybody was just running out of everything. Man. It was just insane. Insane amount of stuff. Let's see what we got going on here. Where are we at today? Man, I'm only 20 something minutes in. That's horrible because I don't have a lot more to talk about. But don't have a lot more to talk about. Let me look around the room, see what's going on. we got the on-air sign going. I couldn't get the TV to work. I think my internet is kind of jacked up right now still, so I couldn't get uh, any picture up on the screen. I guess I could have. I could have gone through my hard drive over there, but oh well. Um, let's interject. Let's interject with, the, with an ad. All right, so Slayton Johnson. Talked about him many times. He's up there in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and he runs a little underground river rafting operation up there uh, at least i think he still does i haven't talked to him in a while maybe he's he's dropped this whole thing and i'm i'm advertising for no reason but it's uh tn river raft at gmail.com you can email uh that address and let's let know when you're coming into town if you're already in town let them know where you are and, and what what date you're thinking about what times you're thinking about how many people you got give them all the deets and um he'll hook you up with a great river rafting experience. TN River Raft at gmail.com. Hit him up. 
I'm going to move this stuff out the way and we're going to open up this other beer because it's probably gotten too warm over here. But this is uh, Wicked Weed Brewing. A lot of people don't like them because they sold out to MBEV. I don't give a shit. They still make great beer. They're still pro still providing a service for the local community up there. Uh, oh, nice little fuzz on it. Fizz, not fuzz. There's no fuzz on it. So this is a gin barrel aged Imperial Cool Coolcumber. Coolcumber. It's a gold nail brewed with uh, cucumbers, basil, and juniper berries. Let's see if we can give you a look here. If you even see this video, I got a wicked weed glass. We're gonna pour it. Yeah. I'll share the fizz with you and the gulp, the gloop, gloop, the gloop, gloop, gloop. There we go. It's got a little bit of a uh, little bit of sediment in it, which is fine with me. I don't care. It's just extra stuff, just extra uh, proteins, grains. Uh, looks delicious. I don't know what the date is on this. Let's see if I can find out. I probably can't because I can't see. Oh, it was bottled uh, May 17th, so it's over a year old. We'll see how it held up. I found it sitting in my damn uh, pantry. The Freehouse Blonde was a, uh, man, my nose is running. The Freehouse uh, Follies Pride Blonde was a, um, a hurricane supply beer that I uh, picked up from Homegrown Brewhouse. I uh, picked up and paid for a care package over there one night. I got some Follies Pride Blonde. I got some 803 IPA from River Rat. I got uh, the Empire Pills from River Dog. Excuse me, and I may have picked up a couple other things. I don't know. But I picked all those up just to have in the house if the hurricane hit the fan, which it did not. But they're still here, so I'm drinking them. Isn't it? Like I said, it was very refreshing after a, a hot day out in the yard. So, Cool Cumber. Wicked Weed Brewing. It's 5.5% ABV, 26 IBUs, got an average rating of 3.7. It's got over 20,000 ratings already. Uh, summer in Carolina is a time when days grow long, life slows down, and friends draw near. Gardens burst with brisk basil and fresh cucumbers. Fireflies illuminate the night sky, and warm days leave us longing late, lounging late, our glasses brimming with golden nectar. Summer in the South is best served cool. So, that's cool. It's not cold. This American Golden is inspired by gin cooler and is made with juniper berries, basil, and cucumbers. Its flavor is extremely balanced and is amazingly drinkable. So this should be good after a rough day in the yard as well. Cheers, guys, to whatever you guys are drinking. Um, it is very nicely, it says it right there in the description, extremely balanced. I believe they are absolutely correct. I don't get overpowered on the cucumber. I don't get overpowered on the basil. Um, it's amazingly drinkable. And I'm not a huge cucumber fan. I mean, I can eat it, and uh, I don't mind it. You know, I put it on a salad, whatever. I like them uh, somewhat. Um, not a huge fan of it. You know, a lot of people will put cucumbers in, like, a water, a big water jug, and make cucumber, you know, water. Uh, I prefer to do, like, a lemon-lime type thing. Uh, or some strawberries, something like that. But cucumbers, not my favorite thing. Basil, 
not my favorite thing, but this is very nicely balanced together, and I think they, they blend real well together, and they make a, make a nice drinkable beer. So hats off to Wicked Weed Brewing Company. They're uh, still doing some good stuff. That's a year old, and it's uh, it's still very, very nice. So I would like to have known what it tasted like. I should have bought two and drank one then and, and drank one now. But I did not. What can you do? What can you do? Wicked weed. All right, let's go back to the notes. Nope, that's not the notes. Here we go. <clears throat> So let's see, what do we talk about? Oh, I for, I freaking forgot, man. The the big party we had on that Thursday, I couldn't keep up. I mean, there was no way. I was running out of glassware. Um, Sherry and Evie, my good friends, I've talked about them a few times. They they have been great friends forever, great customers up at Homegrown. Um, they're now great customers at Lowe's Foods as well. They go there on Thursdays for the Thirsty Thursday half-price drinks. Uh, well, I'm going to tag all these people, man. So Lowe's Foods, I've already got down here to tag all these people that helped, helped us out during the hurricane. Um, but these guys said, hey, do you need us to come back and can, how can we help? You know, we're sitting at the bar watching you bust your ass. How can we be involved and help uh, help this event? So uh, Sherry ended up coming back and washing a shit ton of dishes. She did a fantastic job. I mean, I, I was checking the glasses behind her <laughs> to make sure that, uh, that she was doing a good job. And she did fantastic. And we must have normally, you know, on a normal night, if it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, you know, we're, we're open from three o'clock until, uh, um, until 11. Well, I'll take that back. Friday and Saturday, we're open 11 to 11, but, uh, so this is a Thursday night. So it's normally three to 11. I'll normally start off with, uh, with my water at, uh, three 30 or so. I'll, that'll last until about halfway through the shift. And then I'll change the water out to fresh water. And that'll last me to the end of the shift. I think we changed the wash water and sanitizer and all that stuff. I don't know. Maybe somebody will, cor will correct me maybe, but I want to say, let me think about it. I want to say in the entire night, we changed that water five times. It might've been more than that. I can't, I'm going to say five because it was just so much glassware, man. It was just funking up the sinks. We had to keep changing the water. We had to just keep moving, keep cleaning. And then <clears throat> she would be like, I need to go drink my beer on the other side of the bar. So she'd go out. Evie would come in. Um, I was washing dishes in between. Kayla was washing some here and there. We just could not keep up with the dishware. At one point, and if you've been to Homegrown Brew House, you know that uh, Caleb is very fond of his glassware. And he likes, uh, very much so, likes to make sure that he puts any of the beers into the proper glassware. For that style of beer we ran out of proper glassware for these beers and i was pouring beers in pint glass i didn't give a shit i didn't have time to sit around and wait for somebody for a glass to get clean so i could pour somebody beer these people wanted their beer i had people just calling my name left and right from all different corners of the bar um specifically my brothers and uh his friend steve and sean just were relentless trying to fuck with me the whole night and uh get me rattled but it takes a lot to get me rattled guys so it didn't work. And I told him, I said, look, I had the right to refuse service to anybody. So you guys better buckle up, suckers, because I'll kick you out of here. That'll be six, seven less people I got to deal with. But 
long story short, the glasses were insane, and we were pouring beers in, in shaker glasses, which is unheard of at Homegrown Brew House. So that's a testament to how great it was and how busy it was. Um, what else? So, yeah, Evie and Sherry, thank you guys very much for stepping in and, and helping us out. We appreciate it. Um, I'll be I'll be tagging a lot of people in, in this post and, and kind of giving some thanks out to everybody that was involved last week because it was just fantastic. The way the whole downtown Hutchinson Square area just kind of came together, we had uh, – Accent on wine across the street. We had wine and tapas down the street. We had Ice House doing their thing. We had Homegrown. Um, I, I apologize. I don't know who else was open around the square there. Probably Montero, probably Shuck and Shack, probably Olacy's, probably all these other places around the corner, down the street a little ways. Uh, uh, Celtic Knot was open because Caleb got some wings um, late that Thursday night after the crowd uh, bolted out. So everybody just pulled together and had a great time there in the square, and, and we provided a service for our little town. So it was nice. Everybody had a great time. And we saw the same faces over and over, you know, the faces that stayed in town. We saw the same people over and over, and everybody was just smiling and having such a great time. And We were sad that people were getting pummeled up in North Carolina by the hurricane, but we were super glad that, uh, that we didn't really fare any injuries or any uh, major damage here in the low country so that was great excuse me man you know what i should do i should i should play uh, the show on the way out of the on the way out of this uh, episode this time maybe i'll think about it what else um it's gonna be a busy week this week man uh, caleb's working tonight i'm working tomorrow he works again wednesday and then i'm there thursday friday saturday and Sunday, we got an event going on on Sunday. I don't even know what it is, guys. Let me look it up so you guys can uh, can plan your weekend here. Let's see what the see if I can quickly look up what the Facebook event is or the, the homegrown event is this weekend. It has something to do with Oktoberfest, obviously. I don't know what it is. I got some problem with my internet. It's like slower than molasses. <clears throat> speaking of molasses while i'm looking this up i was when i was at charleston sports pub last night i was going to get some wings i kept looking at them and looking at them you know i got that brisket uh, quesadilla and it held me over for a little bit sat there quite a while watching the um the uh the sunday nfl you know football games going on i think the late game was the new york giants in the uh, dallas cowboys i kept looking at all these people getting getting the wings that were on the menu and I kept looking over at the menu, and I kept thinking, man, just order some wings, order some wings. And I never did order any wings, guys. But, oh, I was talking about molasses. So, yeah, they had a, a sauce on the menu. It was a bourbon molasses sauce for the wings. And I think at about 11 o'clock, I asked Morgan if she if they were, if I could still get some wings. And she's like, nah, damn it, we just closed the kitchen. I'm sorry. And I'm like, fuck. But it was my own fault, because I procrastinated. Uh, let's see. Mr. of the week, blah, blah, blah. What? You're invited, six annual. So the 15th, what's today? Nope. Wait a minute. 
I don't know, guys. Go to Facebook, look up Homegrown Brew House, and there's some events out there, and check them out because I'm not going to sit here and go through all these events. I can't even find it. There's something, there's, for some reason, I'm working on a Sunday. I don't even know why. I don't know what's going on. It's something from uh, like 12 to 4, an event that we're having. I don't even know. I can't keep up with it. Too much. Too much. Too much. Too many events. Too many events. All right, what else? I think that's it, man. Of course, it's uh, it's Monday for the Tuesday release. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a David Goggins thing here. Um, I got back to some working out today, guys. I went. If you guys remember, I went out to uh, Colorado Springs with my oldest son. We did a remote podcast there. We hit oh my god, we hit so many breweries and drank so many samples of beer. And did a, a remote video at every one of the locations that we went to. And we, we posted them all to YouTube. You can go out there and check it out. We compiled all of it, spliced it all together. And um, <clears throat> sent it back to Caleb at the time. Had Caleb upload it to uh, YouTube. And it was a pretty, it was a, it was a fun time. I think my son and I, I've talked about it numerous times. About moving out to, uh, back out to the West Coast. Maybe to the Flagstaff area. And I think my son and I could do a fantastic podcast together, I think. Um, he's just ballsy enough to call me out on some bullshit. And, uh, and he can talk some shit. And he knows, he knows beer and wine. He's in the food and bev industry as well as doing the, um, the fitness training that he does with his uh, fitness degree. So he knows quite a bit. He's a smart dude. I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I'm going to be on this gonna be honest throwing it out there the apple doesn't fall far so it's brilliant guy smart guy funny charismatic very good public speaker uh doesn't mind getting up in front of a crowd doesn't mind saying speaking his mind uh doesn't mind being controversial and i think we could put on a great show i don't know what we'd call it i guess we'd still call it craft conversations um i don't see why we wouldn't um i would like to if i can get these if i can get some of this technology working that i have I got tons of technology at my fingertips. If I could just get it to work like I want it to work, you know, I could do a, a Skype thing on the uh, on the screen here with him. Both of us could be right here talking and, and doing a podcast together in this room. And I think it would be pretty interesting, but we haven't quite got that far yet. Something uh, that's in my business plan for the future, so more to come on that. Um... <clears throat> I guess I'll finish up with this. I'll finish up with some fitness stuff, and then I'll, I'll get out of here and let you guys uh, let you guys get back to work. Since you're probably back to work, you maybe listen to this on your commute while you went to work, or while you're coming home. I don't know, but I, uh, I took a little video today, just a small little nine second video. I was doing. Um, decided to get back into some working out. Um, that, that was the whole point of what I was saying about Colorado Springs. God, I didn't even finish my thought there. So the reason I brought up Colorado Springs is we went out and did a Spartan race there on Cinco de Mayo, May 5th of this year, 2018. God, that's good beer. Um, after that event, I told my son, like immediately afterwards, I said, man, I think I'm retiring from racing. I'm ret- I'm, I'm, I think I'm done. I think I've proven everything I needed to prove. I think I've done every um, event I need to do. Um, I mean, I don't know what the hell we've done. Ten Spartan races now, maybe more. I've done at least that many uh, marathons. 
I've done half marathons, I've done 10Ks, I've done 5Ks, I've done 10 milers, I've done 5 milers, I've done triathlons, I've done uh, 31 milers, I've done 50 milers, um, long bike rides, tremendous hikes, uh, warrior dashes, rugged maniacs, and I'm not bragging, I'm just, I'm just stating stuff that I've done and why I said this to my son. I, li- I said, man, I think I'm retired. I, my heart just isn't in it anymore. I'm not having as much fun as I used to. Um, and, and part of it's because I, I wasn't training like I should have. Well, I take that back. I trained hard for Colorado Springs, but Colorado Springs was hard for a lot of reasons. And one of the main reasons was um, because of the elevation. You know, I, I don't. I'm not ele- elevation. I'm, I'm like 29. Um, above sea level, you know, and we went to over 6,000 above sea level there in Colorado Springs. Desert area, I didn't realize that that lower portion of Colorado was almost like Nevada and Arizona. I mean, it was pretty much a desert. So really dusty, um, hot that day, hotter than we were expecting, about 10 degrees hotter than what we were expecting, actually. So it was in the 60s, I guess, when we started and then, and then crept up from there to the 80s, I think, by the time we finished. <clears throat> Just a rough course, a really rough course, and the elevation and the heat and the and the dryness and the sand and everything just kicked my ass. So I told him after that, man, this is a long story. I told him after that that I was done. I'm done with competitive racing. I just uh, I'm just gonna relax. I'm I'm done. And he's like, ah, oh, come on, you're not done. I said, no, Brian. I think I think I'm done. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. It's it it was fun for a while, and now it's just kind of become a chore. And I don't know. So I, I was kind of in a funk from working out. So I really literally have not worked, not gone to do a workout. I have not sat down and said, I'm going to go work out since May 5th. Now I've done some kayak trips, you know, but that to me, that's more leisurely. You're just kind of floating. Every now and then you get a little, little uppity and you kind of get some strokes in and, and do some back workout and some biceps and whatever. Um, and you get some core work in there too when you're really, when you're really digging in, but it's, I'm not going out there to get a workout in. I guess I am in somewhat, some ways, but it's really going out just to float on the river and just be out in nature. So I do that, and then, like I said, the jobs that I carry, whether it was a coffee shop or Okra Brewing or home, Homegrown Brewing or even Lowe's Foods, which I wouldn't work in Lowe's anymore at that point, but all those are physical jobs. I mean, it's a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of uh, carrying uh, awkward boxes up and down ladders and into, into spaces and going up and down stools and stocking stuff and reaching and grabbing and pulling and pushing and you know it's it's hard work i get a good workout i mean look i'm still in shape i'm still doing the uh you know watching kind of what i eat and doing the intermittent fasting and those type things i'm i'm staying in shape and all those things also are producing uh, testosterone and human growth hormone and stuff so i'm not losing any muscle i'm not wasting away um, because I'm not going into the gym and lifting these heavy weights and stuff. Um, I'm maintaining what I got. And anyway, I was talking to somebody and they said, you know what, you really, you really need to start getting back to, uh, to doing some of your workouts because they were inspirational and, and they were fun to watch and they were, um, they picked people up and they motivated people. And, um, some people have said they've missed the videos that I would post, uh, kind of like the Goggins does, and I, I kind of took some imp- inspiration from him, which I, I feel like I was doing that before I even uh, knew about David Goggins. So I've always kind of 
try to be inspirational, motivational on Facebook and, and social media and try and put positive stuff out there and stuff that uh, can help you grow and can help you get stronger and, and have a healthier life. But So that's what I decided to do. I woke up this morning and said, you know what? <clears throat> and it was Monday. So the post that I'm getting ready to read to you from David's, David Goggins was even more apropos because I hadn't seen it because he didn't post until later on in the day. So after I got done in the yard, I came in and, and looked up to see if he, had made, if he had made his post yet. And he did. So I'd already done my workout and I'd already done uh, some heavy stuff in the yard. So it was a good post for today. <clears throat> so with that said, I decided to go out and do a little workout. And I was a little rusty. I'm going to be honest. I put, um, I put a little video out there. I posted it. And it's kind of where I'm going with this. I posted it on, on my Instagram page. I posted it on the... Um, Facebook page. I also posted it at the Keto Dojo because I, I I want I want those 422 members out there to know that you know you need to incorporate all these things into a healthy lifestyle. So it's not just a keto diet. It's not just going low carb and healthy fats. It's not just uh, intermittent fasting. It's not just extended fasting. It's not uh, you know, getting the right vitamins and minerals and supplements. It's not just exercise. It's not just proper sleep. I mean, it's it's a combination, culmination of all these things. They're going to make you the healthiest um, and best person you can possibly be. And I just want to incorporate all that into this page. And like I've said a, a couple times now, I want to kind of change that page up a little bit and make it a little more interactive and get more stuff out there than just keto uh, food recipes. You know, I want to... And the Keto Dojo that I'm talking about, by the way, is on Facebook. If you don't know that yet, go to Facebook, type in The Keto Dojo, and you'll find it. Ask to become a member. Myself, uh, Karen, or my son Brian will add you as a member. And you can get some great information. And I'm going to start sharing more uh, videos on the Keto Diet, on maybe the Caveman Diet. I'm probably going to incorporate uh, more intermittent fasting videos and more science on that, more extended fasting. I'm also going to start putting... Um, Maybe some workouts out there again and, and trying to help inspire and motivate some people, which I know has already happened over the past couple episodes where I've been talking about some fitness and stuff. So I'm going to start putting more of that into the podcast as well. So we're still going to talk about beer. We're still going to get some guests in eventually. I don't know. I'm having a good time just doing my own thing at the moment. But we're going to incorporate, uh, you know, keep the beer. We're going to incorporate more about um, events going on around town. We're going to talk more about uh, local businesses and try and give them some publicity. Uh, we're going to do um, more about fitness and, and and wellness and motivation and diet, just the whole ball of wax. So, stay tuned to the Keto Dojo. It's gonna it's gonna get better. We're gonna increase our numbers. We're gonna get more interactive. We're gonna help more people. So that's my plan. And Karen's plan, I believe. So, all right, let's get to it, <clears throat> and then we're gonna close this buddy out. Um, and this kind of goes along with me starting back to working out today and the whole keto dojo and just the whole ball of wax. So here's what David said today. <clears throat> I always wondered why people hate Mondays. If you're constantly grinding and getting after it, Monday should be looked at just like another fucking day. The problem is the mind starts to play tricks on us, making us not look forward to the week ahead. Our minds have the tactical advantage over us at all times. It's the only thing in the world that is on time, every time. The mind starts playing tricks on us at times when we need it the most. Have you ever found yourself in the middle of one of those important things in your life and your mind just quit on you? Your mind always knows when you are hiding, your fears, and 
insecurities, and it strikes hardest when you're at your lowest point. Your mind can be your biggest enemy if you haven't mastered it. Like the saying goes, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Most of us know all of this. There is nothing I have ever said that is earth-shattering shit. Since most of us know what I'm saying, uh, since, since most of us know what I'm saying is true, my question is this. Why do you stop working out? Why do you give up on school? Why do you quit when things get hard? Why do you allow insecure people to judge you? I just want to know why we continue to fail when we have all the questions to the fucking test ahead of time. We know our mind is simply fucking with us. It wants to lull you back to your comfort zone. Why do you still allow it to win? Like a child has to ask a parent for permission to do certain things. Train your mind to be to the point where it has to be granted permission. Hashtag can't hurt me is what he says. And I think that's a reference to a book he's got coming out. So you can pre-order that now, I believe. So if you haven't liked uh, David Goggins' page, I would suggest you do. I think he's uh, very inspirational. He's to the point. He doesn't bullshit. Um, and you'll get some good information, I think. Or at least motivated as fuck. So get on out there, guys. Check all this stuff out. And don't forget Lulu.com. I'll throw that in there real quick at the end. All right, guys. I'm wrapping it up. It's always fun to talk with you guys. And it's always great to hear your thoughts on the latest podcast. So please send me your responses, your thoughts, your feelings. Let me know what you thought. Let me know what you want me to talk about next. Let me know what you didn't like. Let me know. Let me know that you're listening. Give me a little shout out. All right, we will talk to you soon.